You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai on ESPN LA 710 and the ESPN app. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. Maganda Umaga. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Cells are just tiny people. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Love that. The season's half over at game 33. Now no traffic, no freeways, no drive home. I stay for the nine claim. Wow. For it, six, eight, ten beers year out. Love this new fall game. <laughs> That's the great Steve Paulette. Who knew he could sing? We got a Caruso in those boardroom you're fantastic Steve Paulette there's no way I'm making fun of you I love you to death I could not do this show without the talents of the great Steve Paulette 10 years now damn that's a long time all right let's take some calls it sounds like we're lighting up and blowing up in Redlands I don't even know where that is but it's sure is nice to get so many callers from Redlands we got two on the line from the same neighborhood, it sounds like. Um, you take your pick, Steve. Who we got first? Let's go to Maryland. Gene Crawford says every female caller, listener, is listening to our show and not during the week. A loyal weekend warrior listener. Maryland, thanks so much for waking up early to be with us. How can I help you? Hi, Dr. Clapper. I'm um, 69, and I have um, rheumatoid arthritis. Since what do you do for a living? I'm retired. I used to be a teacher. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. Where did you grow up? Um, actually, I uh, was born up in Washington State, and then I moved to California when I was about seven, and I've been in uh, Chula Vista, Santa Monica, and now the Redlands is in the Inland Empire, out Great. in the Riverside, San Bernardino. I think I've been there to have Peking Duck. I think they have a great <laughs> Peking Duck place. That's all I remember. I don't know the neighborhoods. I just know the food I ate in the neighborhoods. <laughs> right, 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 right. What did your father do for a living? He was a welder. Wow. So when he came home at the end of a long day and sat down at dinner, did he wash his hands, take a shower before he sat down to dinner, or did he sit down with his dirty clothes and his dirty hands? He always showered. My father used to use this lava soap to wash yep. his hands when he came home. Did your dad <laughs> yeah. use that lava soap? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the other thing my father did, which would basically give you cancer, he used to deal with tar, like he'd be fixing a roof and he'd have tar all over him. And when he'd get me to help him, I had tar all over me. And I remember being in the downstairs bathroom with him. Robbie, all the lava soap in the world ain't getting this tar off. But the best <laughs> thing to get tar off is kerosene. So he'd take out a jar of, like a bucket of kerosene. There I am in the bathroom downstairs washing my hands in kerosene. Sure enough, the tar would come off, but God knows what kind of cancer you get from washing your hands with kerosene. But you know what? In the 1960s, they didn't know any better. So God bless them for doing that. But I remember the lava soap. And I can close my eyes right now, Marilyn, and I could see your father 
getting ready for dinner, cleaning himself up with the lava soap like my father did, and then yes. sitting down at the dinner table. That's fantastic. How can I help you, young lady? I um, am having problems with my right knee. I've had uh, both of my knees replaced in mm-hmm. 2007, 2008. Okay. Uh, I, fell, I fell in 2001 on my left knee, and I um, disconnected my ACL, and I did some meniscus damage and some things like that. Um, anyway, and because of my arthritis, my knees were breaking down the bone, and mm-hmm. my, right knee, my right knee, which is the one I'm having problems with, um, was uh, had, you know I had fallen like back in '88 or something jogging and so it always was problematic my right knee but when mm-hmm. I fell and injured my left knee then I put all this pressure on the right and the right became worse and worse and worse until it was worse than the than the one I had actually fallen on in 2001 so I had both these bum knees and they decided that total knee replacement would be a good idea for me. And mm-hmm. so I had that done, and um, initially I had excellent results. Uh, the right knee, once again, was done first, and it just was not quite as good as the left knee, even after the, the replacement. And I was actually quite uh, surprised that I still had so much pain in my knee, mm-hmm. and they told me, oh, well, you have rheumatoid arthritis. We can't get rid of that. We just replaced the knee bone, the knee bone, so it won't continue. Okay, let me just, Marilyn, let me just stop you there. Whoever told you that is ridiculous. Why? Because rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease where the lining of the joint, the synovium, wakes wakes up one day because of the DNA that you have and right. decide, you ready for a clap revision? Do you listen to the, to the show? Yes, I've been listening. All right, so I'm going to give you a clap revision for what rheumatoid arthritis is. Okay. If, you're, if your father, the welder, ever got one of the welding fragments, the little sliver of the metal, or in the case of my dad, a carpenter, a wooden splinter in his skin, you know what happens when you have a metal sliver or you have a wooden splinter in your finger, your body mounts a reaction to try to get rid of the foreign body. It's wood, it's metal, it's not part of your living tissue. So the body creates a reaction. It gets red, it gets swollen. And if you don't take care of it, it can even become infected, but it mounts an inflammatory response. Well, that same capability of making an inflammatory response is what rheumatoid arthritis is. The cartilage, we don't know why, you win a Nobel Prize if you figure this out, but your body wakes up one day and decides that your cartilage on the end of the bone is just like a wooden splinter in your in your knee joint, is just like a metal sliver in your knee joint and starts to reject it and starts to eat it away just like it's a foreign body. That's what rheumatoid arthritis is. So if you do a knee replacement and you remove the cartilage, then the synovium has no reason to react to anything. So what they told you is ridiculous because actually once you get a bionic knee, you no longer can blame anything on rheumatoid arthritis because you have metal and plastic, you don't have the cartilage that the synovium is reacting to. Capiche?
That's not what my rheumatologist and my um, surgeon told me. Right. Well, you're listen. You just got yourself a second opinion from guess who, Doctor Clapper. So excellent. Your, excellent. Your next chess move, right? It's like being on a chessboard. Your life is mm-hmm. you need an updated X-ray. Don't let them stick any needles of any kind into your knees. You'll get an infection. But you need to make sure that the bone is still attaching itself to the implant. That could yes, cause have, pain. Well, I, is, I, I've had x-rays. I'd have, I've had re- x-rays within the last three months. Good. So yeah, I'd love to see those x-rays. You win the prize, Marilyn. If you want, you can come see me, and I'll tell you what the hell's going on and what the next move is. In the meantime, okay. there's a book I wrote with Lindy Yui called Heal Your Knees. It's all about being holistic by walking in a pool which isn't so easy now with the pandemic, but there are pools that are open. The weightlessness of the water, the resistance on the muscle will take those weakened muscles of yours and make them stronger. Half an hour, three days a week, belly button high water, walk forwards, walk backwards. Don't let them shoot you up with any shots. Get in the pool, and until then, you need a second opinion, and I'm more than happy to help. Marilyn, thanks so much for calling in from Redlands. We appreciate it. All right, Warriors, coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories. Stories about what my guests at 815 do. They're in the repair business. They repaired and restored my beloved surfboard. But where in sports and where in art and where in surgery do we see the surfboard repair mentality? What drives people to want to be repair people and not create the original surfboard? I'm fascinated by this. We'll get into it coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN.